welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. Welcome back to Woke and Wired. I am your host, Ksenia, and in this episode, I will be sharing with you some of the top lessons I learned in 2019, as well as share the exercise that I'm using to vision the most incredible 2020. And mind you, I'm recording this at the end of December 2019. However, you can use this powerful tool, these journaling prompts, to restart your year in your life really anytime. So I invite you to get your journal ready and create some sacred space where you can sit down and be with your thoughts and your visions, what's important to you so that you can build your business and your life on the foundation of clarity, presence, and intentionality. In general, the winter season invites us to go within and spend time reflecting. And I find that because I grew up in Russia where New Year's is the biggest holiday of the year, And the whole country gets at least 10 days off for this holiday. And you really get to spend time in nature and with your family and slow down and focus on what's important. I mean, let's be honest, some of the years I was just focused on partying and traveling, but nevertheless, that desire to reflect and to reconnect to what I want to create with my life is always there this time of the year. Historically, leading up to the new year, those weeks, those holiday weeks are pretty busy and I would usually work up until December 30th and never really created the sacred space to reflect and slow down and take time off until a couple of years ago when I started going on retreats. Two years ago, I went on a silent meditation retreat. I'm going on the same retreat this year. A year ago, I went to Utah and Wyoming on my own on a solo retreat where I did a lot of my own work and journaling and kundalini yoga. No matter what that's going to look like for you, whether that's a week on your own in the forest or just 30 minutes with your journal, with your favorite candle in a quiet room undisturbed, it doesn't matter as long as you create this intentional space to go within and create, first of all, a mental vision board of what you want to create in the coming year. And then if it feels supportive, also perhaps a physical vision board. I really love making those. I'm on the go now, so I won't be doing this. However, my friend and podcast guest, Cloda Higgins, shared a trick for those of us who want to have a vision board handy but are on the go. You create a physical vision board as big as you want, and then you take a photo of it and you print that photo and put it on your back of your phone. So that instead of it being in your screen as an invitation of additional reaching for your phone, it's just on the back of your phone. So that when you're sitting and your phone's facing down, there's always something on the back of your phone returning you back to the vision that you have for yourself and where you're going. I have been doing some version of a reflection journaling at the end of the year to recap and reflect on how far I've come and the things I've learned and the growth that has happened for a few years now. And I find that every year I look on Google for questions that feel supportive to reflect and create vision for the next year. 
And even though sometimes I find some questions that feel supportive, there hasn't been one place that has all of them together that felt complete. So this year, what I did, I have decided to create my own list of questions, a formula that really brings together your intentions for your personal life, for your business life, how you want to show up in the world, what's important to you in this lifetime, what your values are, how you want to feel all in one place. I will be walking you through some of these questions on this episode and sharing some of my own personal examples to give you an idea of how this could work for you. But if you want the full list of questions that I think will be ever evolving, go to wokeandwired.com slash journaling prompts, wokeandwired.com slash journaling prompts. And again, it doesn't matter what time of the year you're listening to this. I have personally redone these middle of the year. It's never too early and it's never too late to create the sacred space to pause and to get clear on where you're going. Because I find that if we are just moving through life, feeling busy and focusing on our to-do list and getting the next thing done and the next thing done, we tend to get a little disconnected from what's truly important. So clarifying what your priorities are. And by the way, the word priority was never meant to be plural. Historically, the word priority only could be singular. And only in our recent age has it evolved to be plural. I think I read about this in the book Essentialism, which I highly recommend. And if you're a multitasker like me and you can't imagine having just one priority and one business goal that you want to focus on, that's all right. As long as you know what the most important thing for you to focus on is, just do that and trust your instincts. Speaking of trusting your instincts, I am currently in Arizona. Just earlier this week, I was at Dr. Andrew Wiles' house and we recorded an episode of Woken Wired that I'm so stoked to share with you. And one of the lessons he shared with me, sneak peek, about his entrepreneurial journey was the importance of trusting your instincts, trusting your intuition, and being unstoppable in the face of people not believing in your vision, not supporting you. And that's something he has done over the decades of his work, spreading the word about integrative nutrition and functional medicine and really approaching human health from a well-rounded perspective. I kind of dropped it casually that I hung out with Dr. Weil and led a cacao ceremony for him. But for me personally, this is on my list of 2019 accomplishments and it still feels very surreal. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity that honestly, being active on Instagram and sharing my heart has brought. If not for Instagram, if not for showing up on social media, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So I will continue sharing the thought that social media is a manifestation tool as long as we intentionally show up and align our online presence and the efforts that we put into creating content with our business goals and with our lifestyle goals. I've been in the social media world for over 15 years and have learned a thing or two about 
creating your life and your business through showing up authentically online and being smart about your strategy and making sure that your energetic field is aligned with the digital field that you're creating and sharing with millions of people. And hey, whether that's five people, 500 or millions, it doesn't matter. How you show up and the energy you put into it cannot be determined by how big your community is. So keep showing up with your full heart. And if you want some support, some massive support, I should say, in doing so, I'm giving away everything I know about creating a powerful and aligned online presence through social media in my conscious social media program. It's an eight-week program, and we launch January 13th. It's my third time running it, and this time around, I'm offering one-on-one coaching included in the cost of the program. So it's quite a VIP experience. I'm stoked to share it. It's going to be a smaller, more intimate group. So if you've been called to do this work, this will be the last time I'm running it live and the only time I'm planning to offer it in this format. So if you want to know more, go to wokenwire.com slash social dash media. That is wokenwire.com slash social dash media. The enrollment is super limited and I'm excited to meet those of you who are called in your heart to join us and it will be an awesome group of people. That's one of my favorite parts about it for our weekly calls, for the one-on-one coaching, for the exploration that we have in our Facebook group. You're going to have access to it all, including myself. All right, on to reflecting on 2019 and creating my vision for 2020. 2019 has been a really big year for me. I left my Brooklyn apartment and bought a tiny cabin in nature. I got engaged. I launched the Conscious Social Media program in April, and I worked with brands like Adidas, Brandless, Condé Nast, Whole Foods Market, and Oatly. I got to interview some incredible people on my podcast and reached over 100,000 downloads. But when I think specifically about the things that made me feel the most alive, and that's the first question within the reflection section of the journaling exercises, is what experiences made you feel alive? And For me, it was visiting my family in Russia and spending time at our country house at our dacha, meeting our neighbors and picking yellow raspberries in his garden. It was it was like a complete dream from a fairy tale. It was also deepening my relationship with the cacao plant and doing a cacao ceremonialist training and starting to lead my own cacao ceremonies, including to my friends and my fiance doing them with my family and most recently with Sean Askinozzi of Askinozzi Chocolate and then one with Dr. Weil and his team at his house in Tucson. It's just been so cool to watch resurgence of interest in cacao ceremony and so many people opening their heart to this plant medicine, plant spirit that is very gentle, that is completely legal and is super playful and accessible to most people. If you want to learn more about cacao ceremony, I have a big blog post about it on breakfastcriminals.com as well as a YouTube video, and I have lots more content coming up about it. When I 
think about the experiences that make me feel alive in 2019, what also comes to mind was the fact that I kicked off the year joining the Glow Good Foundation mission. It's a dental mission to the Bahamas, to Eleuthera with Lenny Kravitz and I was invited and I donated some heart bowls and I donated my time to create some content and spread the good word about it. And I also posted a YouTube video about my experience and I got quite vulnerable in the video and I got such an incredible response with people resonating with it. So when I think about the experiences that really moved me in 2019, what I like to reflect on next is what do the answers and the experiences I have just pinpointed tell me about what's important to me and how can I bring more of that into the next year? So to me, what it says is showing up and putting myself out there more, making more YouTube videos, because for me, that is such a beautiful creative expression. For sure, spending more time in nature and spending more time with animals if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen that near our tiny cabin, we have a, an alpaca farm that we love to go to as animal therapy. And so one of my outtakes is to spend more time with animals because it's been so incredibly healing. The next question to reflect on the year that's coming to a close is what are the top three things, ideas, places, or people that inspired me? because it's one thing to, in general, think about you know big concepts or big trips, but usually it's this one moment, one spark where all the different lines of your life feel connected and you feel so in the right place at the right time. And it's this feeling of having arrived. And so when you think about those specific moments, when you're just so connected to the spark of divine creation, what were they? For me, it was conversation with Sean Askinozzi on the Woken Wired podcast. It was about being open to divine encounters in business. It was the single most impactful podcast interview I've done so far. The other one happened last summer when I was going through a difficult emotional time of getting used to living in nature in a tiny cabin, going through this transition of luxury living to very simple living and learning so many new things about owning land and managing it and establishing connections with brand new people. And I was at a very low moment of my life. I was ready to give up and I felt like I'd put myself in a corner with the mortgage and the commitments we had taken on. And then I shared all my doubts and fears with my fiance Eric and he talked me through it and he helped me realize that we can always make a different choice. In our specific example, he told me that if it comes to that and I want to sell the property and move back to Brooklyn, we can do that anytime. Even in more challenging situations where you might be limited by finances or family, there's always a way to think a little bit outside the box and find ways out that will make you feel like your daily life aligns with who you want to be. I shared more about the internal struggle and lessons that I learned on an upcoming interview on this Alchemized Life podcast with Eva Joanna if you want to hear a little more about the lessons I've learned from moving into nature and leaving Brooklyn behind. 
So the lesson that I learned from that was the power of being direct, saying the truth, acknowledging my emotions, sharing them with my loved ones, and trusting that they're going to hold the space for me to move through it. Because as soon as it's out of my system, as it's out of my mouth, it loses its power over me. And that leads me to another big lesson I learned in 2019. And it's all about trusting my choices. Because in the moment when we decided to buy the tiny cabin, which you can find at Tiny Cabin New York on Instagram, it felt so right. The trees spoke to me, the land spoke to me. It was definitely a calling that felt 100% aligned. I was called to create the space in my life to be quiet, to listen, to connect to my intuition, to create more writing and video and other creative work in my life. And in those moments of challenge, I doubted my decisions. And it reminded me to own my choices, to acknowledge them, to not wish I could reverse them, but instead to step into them and ask myself, okay, what can I learn from this experience? And what is the next right step that I can take? As I'm sharing my own experiences and reflections, I hope that this stirs something up in you and inspires you to do your own journaling exercises. And you can find all of these questions written down in WokenWired.com. The next question is, which accomplishments are you most proud of? I've already shared a bunch of them, like launching the conscious social media program, buying a house and moving into nature and following that intuitive hit going to the Bahamas with Lenny Kravitz and Twice Toothpaste, meeting Dr. Weil, meeting Sean Eskinozzi and visiting him at the Chocolate Factory. And another really big accomplishment was restoring integrity in the area of finances because I never really understood investing. I never really believed in saving. I thought I can be a complete renegade in how I see money. And I just had this internal knowing that I'll just always have money and historically that's always been the case I've worked really hard since I was 14 it never really felt that way because I love what I do and I always have but that said now at age 31 I firmly believe that it's powerful to rely on your intuition and instincts but when we combine that with strategy it really amplifies the impact so this year I read I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi and I have educated myself in many ways about finances. I have opened up a Betterment account and I have started investing into socially responsible companies through that. I've started saving and I also have been working more closely with my accountant to be really smart about finances in my business and it feels just so empowering to know that not only I'm working for myself, my business is working for myself, but also the money that I have made is working for myself. And as my business grows, as my online programs work and reach more people and bring more money to my business, it feels super, super empowering to have an understanding of how to manage my finances. And if there's a single book that has helped me the most with that, it's Ramit Sethi's I will teach you to be rich. There was a new edition released, I believe, in 2018. So it's very up-to-date and very relevant and super useful. 
in understanding both how to manage your day-to-day finances and also how to look at saving, where to start investing if you know nothing about it, and how to look at money from mindset perspective. Just like social media, money does not have energy on its own. It's all about what we bring into it. And we as humans tend to bring a lot of stories and beliefs that come from our upbringing, from our family, from our society. So that's why doing intentional work with your relationship with money, as well as your relationship with social media, I find is really powerful. And it's especially powerful when you look at those two together. In the Conscious Social Media program, there's a module on expansion. And we also address money mindset and any beliefs that might be in your way of growing your business from a monetary standpoint. Because even if you have the right product and you have the right platform and you have an audience, but you don't believe that you deserve receiving a lot of money for your work, there's a little more internal work that needs to be done for you to really establish those pathways for money to come in your way, into your business, into your life. I've personally done a lot of limiting belief work around money and deserving and my worth. And it's been extremely helpful. And I find that when I get super clear on how much money I want to make and what I want to create with my business and I write it down, it always happens. So this is why I'm so excited to move into visioning for 2020 so that you have the sacred space to get clear in your intentions and desires and goals so that you can communicate with your subconscious and set those goals so that when you're deciding on how to spend your energy each and every morning, your subconscious helps you make the decisions that support that vision. The question that I like to start with for visioning for the year is the same as the question that I like to start every morning with. And it is, how do I want to feel? And in this case, I'm breaking it down into categories. So How do you want to feel overall? For me, the answer is present, beautiful, gracious, with a kind, radiant heart, unstoppably playful, and feeling like myself. You can take any of this if it speaks to you, and I invite you to journal further to see what really resonates for you. Other categories that I look at when I ask myself how I want to feel in 2020 are at work, with friends, with my partner, and with my family. The next question that I ask myself is perhaps the most important one. If you just do one thing when you set your intentions for the new year, it's this. And I originally learned it from my friend Elise, known as Kale and Chocolate. And it's this practice of choosing one word that encapsulates what's important for you this coming year and setting it as your intention. So for me, if I were to put in one word my intention for the year, it would be depth. To me, depth represents radical presence, looking beneath the surface, and a deeper meaning to really everything in our lives. I really love seeing every little thing that happens as a sign, as the universe speaking to us, And I really believe that the guidance is always there for us and it's just up to us to listen to it. After setting my one word intention for the year, the next question I ask myself is, what are the places and experiences I'm intuitively drawn to? We all have things that our soul has been telling us 
we are called to. And as I'm learning from my nomadic experience, very often we can't put into words or don't have a logical explanation why we are called to go to a certain place or have a certain experience. But once we trust and show up and really surrender to the experience, we are shown exactly why it's there. And there's always those breadcrumbs of divine communication affirming our choices. For me, I've experienced that in Argentina, and now I'm experiencing this in Tucson, and it's just really affirming my choices to go more with the wind and experience more adventures and go on open-ended adventures where I book one-way trips and then leave it open to the universe to bring the right people and experiences into my world. I find that that's really the most magical way to travel. For me, the places I'm drawn to this year are Oregon. That's been speaking to me for a few years. I think I'm supposed to go mushroom foraging there. And that was reaffirmed in my conversation with Dr. Weil. And after seeing the fantastic fungi documentary, I'm also drawn to go to Tennessee. And I am considering doing the Path of Love retreat once again. It's an experience, a seven-day experience that really changed my life three years ago, and I'm considering doing it once again. The next question is, how will I give back and be there for other people? For me, it's supporting charities that align with my values, and it's hosting people at my cabin, it's leading cacao ceremonies for my friends and loved ones, and I'm also open to finding new ways to give back. I think it's important when we're visioning, creating desire maps or manifesting to leave some blank space for the divine to give us something even bigger than we could possibly imagine with our minds. Moving on to the business goals. What are the top three business goals you will accomplish this year? For me, number one, is building up my affiliate business. I'm going to have a whole series of episodes coming out on that soon, so stay tuned. Number two is sharing iconic, meaningful content that attracts magical opportunities like meeting Dr. Weil. The next person I want to manifest to meet is actually Paul Stamets. If you haven't seen his TED Talk or any of his work, I highly recommend checking him out. The podcast interview with him on Joe Rogan recently really, really moved me. And just his passion for mushrooms and the healing that they can bring to the world on so many levels is so infectious. And it reminded me how important it is for our message that we're here to bring into the world to be bigger than us and to go way beyond our ego. That is something I talk quite a bit in all my conscious social media teaching, including the conscious social media program where we spend a whole week defining your message and getting very clear on how you can translate it into the digital realm. My third business goal is to automate some of the conscious social media offerings. After I run the program live in January and February, I am planning to release some digital downloads and other offerings that will always be on my website and available so that people who resonate with my work can always buy them and I can take a month off and spend it 
in a forest and I will still be making money and offering value to people. So automation and creation of more online offerings that bring value into the lives and businesses of those who are ready to step up and show up in the world in a much bigger way than you had ever shown up before. The next question is what values and ethos will drive your actions? For me, those values that I want to be driven by in 2020 are presence, trust, generosity, and kindness. And that brings me to the next section of the journaling, which is spiritual and personal growth. What are the things that you will do in commitment to your spiritual growth? I will continue my morning breathwork practice, my meditation practice, as well as different kriyas that I've been doing to expand my consciousness. The things that I will do to continue my personal growth is go on at least one to two personal growth retreats. I'm open to ideas if you have suggestions and you've been to any cool retreats and experiences like that. And the things that I will do to commit to a vibrant and healthy body and mind are going to be taking more baths and spending more time in nature. I'm curious what some of those things are for you. I'd love to hear what your answer to this question is, as well as to the question of your one word intention. So please pause this podcast and share it on your Instagram stories and share it at Woken Wired so that I can see it and share it with the community as well. So let me know your one word intention for 2020 and I will hold the space for you to manifest it. The question that I end the journaling exercise with is what experiences and things will you magnetize in the new year? And for me, the answer to those question is leading magical cacao ceremonies for people that are aligned, present and kind all around the world. It's more speaking opportunities interviews on huge podcasts and continuing to spread the word about conscious social media and this more mindful and present approach on what role social media can play in our businesses when we truly bring intention and meaning into how we show up for it. I hope that this was inspiring and useful for you and I hope that you're actually going to take the time to journal on these questions for yourself. This was just a taste of how the journaling exercise went for me. I find it super helpful to create this sacred space to reflect, to create a vision. And as a reminder, you can find all these questions and do them on your own or with community. Get all those questions on WokenWire.com. I hope that you have a fantastic ending to your year and a very intentional start to the new year. I will be taking the week before the new year off as I'm going on my silent meditation retreat and going completely offline for the week. And I'll be coming back in 2020 with so many cool, powerful interviews and solo episodes, including the one that I just recorded with Dr. Andrew Weil, where we talked about intentional business, wellness, breathwork, matcha, cacao, and a lot of other great things. 
For more updates on my social media offerings, on my nomadic adventures, on my morning rituals, find me on Instagram at Ksenia.Avdolova, at Woke and Wired, as well as at Breakfast Criminals. Yep, I know I have a lot of Instagram accounts. Thank you so much for tuning in. You'll be hearing from me on here in 2020. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWired.com and also join the WokenWired podcast listener Facebook group. It's a private group where you can connect with people who are like-minded and say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.